Traffic through one of the world's busiest shipping straits could grind to a halt amid a surge in threats to shipping and their crews, uh, the crew by rebel groups in response to the ongoing Israel-Gaza war. Earlier this week, Houthi rebels attacked a US warship and three commercial vessels off the Yemeni coast. Ship owners are now calling for more military protection. Vin Tai is the founder of the Australian Maritime Logistics Research Network. Good to have you. How many ships are we talking about here in terms of of passage through these three important waterways. We're talking about the Suez Canal, the Strait of Hormuz, and the Bab el Mandib Strait. How many ships per year uh, go through these? Uh, hi, Andy. Um, thank you for having me today. So we are talking about the importance of the three important um, maritime choke points, the Suez Canal, the Strait of Hormuz, and the Bab el Mandib Strait. So every year on average, uh, we have about 22,000 ships transit, transited through the Suez Canal. Uh, roughly about 90 ships per day. And um, uh, for the uh, Bath El Mandev, we have roughly about 17,000 ships per year and uh, about 42,000 ships transiting the Strait of Hormuz. So that actually carry, you know, a significant amount of the world trade uh, in and out from the west to the east, as well as north-south of, um, you know, the trade route of the world as well. And in terms of their cargo, clearly energy and oil and natural gas is one of the key uh, products shipped through this region. What implications does this have in terms of energy insecurity? So, I mean, through those maritime choke points, uh, especially for the whole, the the um, uh, uh, the, the um, what we call the Strait of Hormuz, um, oil and gas, uh, energy in general, is a significant, important amount of cargo. So we're talking about, you know, more than 96 million uh, parallel of, um, uh, of oil parallel per day. And um, the, um, the Bath El Mandev Strait uh, basically, you know, um, estimately should, should uh, transit about 6.2 million parallel per day. Uh, so roughly 30% of the world oil trade passing through the Strait of Hormuz uh, approximately 17 million barrel of oil each day to the strait. So that basically, you know, uh, carry a loss of cargo of uh, energy and uh, is significantly uh, important to the world trade in terms of oil and gas. What is the objective in terms of the uh, rebels or armed groups who are attacking ships in these regions? Is it to capture the cargo? Because when you're dealing with some of these uh, massive oil and gas ships, that might be more complicated than initially uh, thought. I mean, or, or is it purely about a political protest? What are the dangers posed to these ships in these areas? So basically, you know, we are talking about some not only uh, recently emerged uh, attack on ship because the, the risk has been there in the region for quite a long time. It's just because of the emerging uh, attack from Hamas to in Gaza into Israel and then arose with that is uh, a loss of other uh, conflict in the region. Um, the objective of the attack, I don't think it is to capture the ship or even the cargo itself, although those cargo is ex um, extremely important uh, to the world trade, as we know. But the, um, the, 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 the ultimate objective, as I see it, is to create a loss of havoc and instability to the world trade, given that the three uh, maritime choke points, the Suez Canal, the Strait of Hormuz, and the Bath El Mandes Strait that we mentioned earlier, so we know that the danger posed to the ship in this area are quite, are quite um, enormous. Uh, apart from the Russia-Ukraine war that uh, already started last year, 
um, the global shipping industry this year has been dealt with another blow uh, due to the Israel-Hamas conflict. So escalating violence uh, in this Middle East region will likely add um, to the factor already throttling trade growth. Um, apart from the financial risk, uh, we are talking now about the operational risk of trading in the region and having an immediate impact um, on the war risk insurance. So lots of ships trading in the region will now face, uh, you know, the escalating high war risk because the underwriter, they are calculating the exposure to this uh, Israel-Hamas conflict and the premium has been um, expectedly, you know, to increase. So according to Intertanko, which is the um, uh, global organization for the uh, tanker uh, operator, since the attack, additional uh, premium has been soaring to Roughly about 1,000% to around, you know, one, one, uh, 0.15 to 0.2% of the value of a vessel compared to the premium of about 0.0125% earlier this year. Now, apart from the war, uh, war risk insurance increase, the ship may be, the ship itself, they themselves may be hit by the weapons of the war or they can be caught at a port. And we know that um, for each of the ship, right, depending on the type of the ship, like container ship or the tanker, each of the ship will have quite a significant amount of uh, operating costs per day. So mm. whenever they are delayed, uh, that will be then adding a lot of cost to the world trade. Which is now, not, not good yet news. Not to mention about we, the cyber attack as well. Which is not good news as we wait for uh, Christmas presents being shipped through some of these shipping channels. Of course, uh, the, perhaps the la- least of uh, the worries when we're talking about some of these global uh, geopolitical instabilities. Uh, I do appreciate your time. Founder That's of right. the Australian Maritime Logistics Research Network, Vintage. Hi, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.